You are listening to the Preppy Yogi Podcast, a dose of presence for your achieving mind. I'm your host, Jessica. So happy you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode of the Preppy Yogi Podcast, a dose of presence for your achieving mind. I have been practicing the topic that I'm going to share with you today for a little while now, and I am really excited to bring you some practical tips on the subject of falling asleep. Now, some of you may not struggle with this, and bless you, and please message me and detail me to me more about your life and your approach to life and how you fall asleep easily. For me and my achieving mind, the time of the day that my pesky to-do list tends to become the most clear, the most uh, pressing, even the most demanding is as I am closing my eyes to fall asleep. And then the mind wanders. It begins to outline, right? I'm on number one, two, three, three, part A, three, part B, three, part C of a to-do list that I'm not going to do anything with for at least seven hours. And yet my mind is planning and thinking and strategizing and creating and wordsmithing as I'm trying to go to sleep. Now, I've done a lot of research on the topic of falling asleep. And what you will not hear from me today are things like don't watch TV or look at any electronic devices for two to three hours before laying your head on the pillow. Opt for a cup of tea instead of a glass of wine in the evening before bed. Um, you know, don't have an intense conversation with someone before bed. All of, I have read from so many different sources, different pieces of advice that align with those. And there is nothing wrong with those pieces of advice. And honestly, there's probably a lot of true wisdom in those, but I think you can get those from a lot of places. And I know that for me in particular, the last thing that I need before bed when I've already watched an extra episode of Outlander and I'm going to bed a little bit later than maybe I, quote, should be, I already picked up my phone and looked at it and added something else to my Amazon cart and added a story real fast before laying in bed because I thought of something else that I really wanted to get out there. So heaven knows it hasn't been two to three hours before I last had screen time. Because those things are already happening, they have happened, they are in the not-so-distant past, I don't need any other reasons to judge myself before bed, to critique, to say, oh, heavens, I should have done, done this better. I wouldn't be lying here, unable to fall asleep, had I not done this, or had I done this differently, or had I meditated for 20 minutes and had my beautiful chamomile tea, I'm in bed, right? You're in bed at this point. We are past that. 
So what I'm going to offer to you today are two very simple, very doable, from the comfort of your bed, you don't need to jump up and get any essential oils to rub on your feet, though if you want advice on that, I'll tell you exactly which ones you can use. Here are two very simple things that when you are lying in bed and your mind is wandering and your list is becoming more and more and more clear, here's how to fall asleep. It's truly that simple. And I should begin with there's a step zero before we get to the two pieces of practical advice. Step zero is you need to decide it's time to stop thinking about the to-do list. And I say that um, with all the respect in the world, I don't mean to, for that to sound sort of like biting, but I have been monitoring myself over the last week or two on this subject because it's such a popular topic in my own mind. It's so important and I just so hope that it will benefit you all. So I really, really wanted to um, practice, wanted to try out these different things. And as I began to tap into them again and again and again, one thing that I really, be and I was observing myself more in this, um, in this point of my day, as all that was happening, I, I began to notice that I didn't want to stop thinking. I, I began even while I was asleep, asleep, while I was trying to fall asleep, I, my mind was actually getting excited. So as frustrated as I was, I wasn't sleeping and I just couldn't stop my, the, the chatter and the noise. Additionally, I was like psyching myself up about some of the topics. I would start thinking about a future podcast episode and okay, and if I do this topic and then this is how I can promote it on social media and then this might connect in well with this chakra topic that I want to go deep on in 20. I was I, like, my brain was active, but it wasn't necessarily in conflict with what I wanted. So the very first step that I will offer to you is Decide it is time to turn the mind off. Step zero is decide. And some of you might be like, oh my gosh, Jessica, no, I know it's time. I don't want to be thinking about all of this. But there is an energy. There is um, an excitement, right, about the, in the act of creation. And a lot of times when we're thinking through the to-do list, there is an energy of um, productivity and creation and achievement. And for us achievers, right? we sort of get a kick out of that. So step zero, decide it's time. It's time to start, stop strategizing. It's time to stop brainstorming and, you know, generating even more ideas, potentially how many great ideas come to us in the evenings, right? And everybody knows you keep your notepad next to your bed and you can jot those things down. So at least they don't get forgotten when you wake up in the morning. Okay. So step zero, got it. We're done with that. Steps one and two. Steps, step one is simple, but I'm going to give you something a little bit more um, nuanced to make it sound more exciting. Step one is breathe. Focus on your breath. Now, when I began my yoga journey and I began hearing, um, just breathe, just tap into your breath, just inhale and exhale. It's so, so simple. The way to healing, the path to finding presence is through your breath. I was borderline offended at hearing that because it was too simple. 
my sophisticated, intelligent, overachieving mind said, there's no way that that can be the solution. That's far too simple. I won't accept it. (laughs) And I fought the simplicity of the power of breath for a while. And then once I, through many different experiences, childbirth definitely was a big one. Once I really said, oh heavens, yeah, it's simple, but it's not. And it's profound and it works. It really works. Then I began to practice different types of breathing and saying, well, what works for me in this situation versus that situation? So a type of breathing that some of you may know, you may have done it in yoga class before, you may have learned it yourself. It's called alternate nostril breathing. And the concept is you you physically will close your nose off one nostril at a time so that you can breathe in one side of your body, breathe in, let's say, the right nostril, and then you close the right nostril to breathe out, exhale on the left side. And then you'll breathe in on the left side and then you'll breathe out on the right side. So you're basically making like a little rainbow uh, with your breath, right? In and out of the nostrils, right? A little arch. Now, as you're lying in bed, I told you, I don't want to make this hard. I don't need you reaching for essential oils. I don't need you closing off one nostril and opening it. You don't have to do that. It is as simple as directing your attention to breathing in one nostril and breathing out the other, and then breathing in that second nostril and breathing out the first. Play with that. That might sound very strange to you, but just give it a try. Picture the rainbow image, right? That uh, that nice arch and just visualize the air coming in and then going out and then coming in and then going out. You are now using and tapping into your thinking very, very capable mind, and you're giving it a job. Alternate nostril breathing is slightly um, intellectual, right? You have to focus on it. So you're giving your brain this job, which is in turn turning your brain away from all of the other things that we just talked about. In addition to that, when you focus on your breath, intentionally or not, you begin to uh, draw more air into your body. Maybe you even begin to exhale more air out of your body. And as you're deepening your inhale and your exhale experience, it is incredibly calming. And there are many scientific reasons for why that is, but you will drift off to sleep. I'm telling you this right now. If that is too complicated, and then your thinking, achieving mind begins to wander and begins to critique and begins to maybe even judge the challenge of this exercise, don't do that one, right? You can gently fill your belly and then allow your belly to lower. You can feel a deep belly breath without even having your hand on your belly, just drawing energy and air in with your inhale and then gently allowing it to fall. So that one's a little bit of a simpler version, but focusing on your breath, is one beautiful, perfect way that from the comfort of your pillow without even turning over, you can be gently drifted off to sleep. Step one. Step two. I'm a huge White Christmas fan. I'm a huge musical fan overall. I don't know that I've shared that quite enough with you all yet, but White Christmas is one of my favorite movies of all time, not even just in the Christmas genre. It's just one of my favorite movies. So in that movie... There's a song that goes, when I'm worried and I can't sleep, I count my blessings instead of sheep, and I fall asleep counting my blessings. Oh, I love that movie so much. That just made me so happy to just share that with you. Um, Count your blessings. 
focus on your gratitude. Now, some people, the idea of counting, right, literally, like that might actually be a nice active enough, but also not overly complicated uh, activity where that, that might help you. That might be what your brain requires. Okay, number one, I'm grateful for my husband. Number two, I'm grateful for my daughter. Number three, I'm grateful for you know, our warm, comfortable home. That might be important to you. And that might tap, that might access something in your brain if you're more quantitatively oriented or just list things you're grateful for. A dear friend of my sister's actually in one of my Instagram stories months and months and months ago um, shared that as a tip that she uses to calm her mind in the evenings, that she, she just lists things that she's grateful for. And I try, began trying that and I sort of laughed to myself because I said, um, Bing Crosby told me to do this decades ago. And yet for some reason I wasn't. But when you focus your mind on positive things, things that are beautiful in your life, things that you cherish, that you, you know, honor and hold in high esteem and want to keep there and even, you know, see more of, there's a beautiful energy around gratitude where you will experience more of that in your life. And what a beautiful, lovely um, energy to fall asleep to, the idea of thanks and the idea of gratitude. You can turn it into a prayer if that's in your practice, or you can simply just, just feel into the different people, places, and things in your life that you're grateful for. I've been really excited to share this topic and to share these tactics with you, and I would love to hear what you think. Give it a try. Report back. Please share with me what resonates and how maybe you tailor it and personalize it to you. I so hope that this offered you a dose of presence for your achieving mind and we'll connect again very soon, friends. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining me for today's episode of the Preppy Yogi Podcast. I so hope that it provided you with a dose of presence for your achieving mind. Please subscribe to the podcast tell a friend, leave a review. I would so appreciate you sharing this dose of mindfulness with those in your life who you think would benefit. I look forward to connecting with you again very soon.